Welcome to From Betrayal to Breakthrough. I'm Dr. Debbie Silber, and here's a dose of Dr. Debbie. Are you willing to get messy? I'm asking because in order to move through a betrayal, or really any type of trauma, we need to face it, feel it, and heal it. The face it and feel it parts are the parts that can be painful, hard, uncomfortable, and messy. And that's why it's so helpful when you have support from someone who gets it and a plan. Join me as I give you an analogy that'll explain what moving through it often looks like. I'll see you there. Hi, Dr. Debbie. So I was talking with someone on their podcast yesterday about my favorite topic, betrayal and taking betrayal and turning it into transformation. And I gave her an analogy and I, it was it was helpful for her. And I want to share it with you because I have a feeling it's going to be helpful for you too. And here's what happens. When we've been betrayed, when there's been this shattering of trust, we're, we're heartbroken, where we feel broken, we're never broken, bent, we feel broken. Uh, we, we're just so blindsided, so shocked, and we can't even imagine life ever being the same. The truth is it will never be the same, but it can be so much better. But at the time, it, I mean, it may be the biggest thing just to even get out of bed and start your day. And what happens is once we move through the shock and then we move towards the healing, you know, I talk about the five stages from betrayal to breakthrough. So that's kind of moving out of stage two into stage three. But be very careful because stage three is the one where everybody gets stuck in if they're not careful. And that's where we're surviving, but that's about it. And that's when we start having stress-related symptoms, illnesses, conditions, disease, our mindset said is doing all kinds of crazy things. We're attracting people and circumstances and relationships towards us, confirming this is as good as it's going to get. And here's also where we start using food, drugs, alcohol, work, TV, keeping busy, reckless behavior, anything to numb, avoid, and distract ourselves from what's painful to feel or face. And what happens is once we start doing all of that, we get into this habit and we can do it for a day, a week, a month, a year, 10 years, 20 years, and longer. And this is why stage three is the most common place to get stuck. Anyway, when um, when it's time to get out of stage three, what happens is a transformation doesn't even begin until stage four. But one of the things we need to be willing to do is get a little messy and uncomfortable. True transformation, true transformation requires discomfort. And a lot of us don't want to be uncomfortable. And that's exactly why we're using the food, the drugs, the alcohol, things like that. So here's this analogy and metaphor analogy. I always mess those up. Hope this helps you. So imagine you have a messy room in your house. Let's take a garage. And you think that garage isn't vying for your attention. Oh, but it is. So what happens is you do all you can to avoid it because you don't like the feeling when you go in. So you avoid it, you know, as often as you can, as much as you can. And if you have to go in, you grab something and you leave. And then think about what happens. There's that one day where you're like, you know what? I'm going in. And you grab your garbage bags and you roll up your sleeves and you, you are not playing around. You mean it. And think about now what happens. You start the process. It actually starts looking worse, right? In the beginning, it starts looking worse because think about think about this. You're making all these piles. You're like, I'm going to donate that. I'm going to toss that. I'm going to fix that. And then you do. And you put in the car, everything you're going to get fixed, everything you can donate. Uh, you, you know, you get rid of the, in the garbage, you put away the things you're going to get rid of and you, and you get your fancy boxes or shelving or whatever you do. And you put back what's left. Think about what happens now. You are standing there with pride. You're like, 
at me. And you almost want to call your friends over and say, you got to come over and look at this. Come look at my garage. You are so proud. And the only reason why you feel that sense of pride, why you feel that sense of empowerment is because you dove in and did the work. When you were avoiding, numbing, distracting, when you did all you could to avoid going into that space, you didn't feel good. But what you did was, and what we say within the PBT Institute all the time, face it, feel it, heal it, right? And that's exactly that process. The only way to it is through it. You, you probably, you've probably heard that saying, and that's exactly that process. But it is messy and it is uncomfortable. And that's why a lot of people don't do it. You know, take the typical example. We always hear about the, the butterfly, right? Typical example of transformation. The caterpillar doesn't just stick a pair of wings on and become a butterfly, right? The caterpillar on just some random day is just done being a caterpillar. It's just done. Now think of the symbolism here. It actually hangs itself from a branch in order to die to the life it's known spins a cocoon around itself, is willing to be deconstructed, emulsified, unrecognizable from anything it was. And only because it went through that process does it get to be the butterfly, one of the most beautiful creatures on our planet. The caterpillar could never become the butterfly if it wasn't willing to go through that process. We can't become the highest and best versions of us especially after betrayal, because that's my wheelhouse. That's what I know for sure. Unless and until we're willing to go through that. Now, here's the thing. When you are right in the middle of your experience, and if someone were to tell you, oh, you know, this is going to be the greatest thing that ever happened, and you're going to be so glad you did it. <laughs> Not the time to say that with someone. They absolutely don't want to hear it. But here's what I know. In coaching for 30 years, I have seen, I have seen people now, you know, later, once they've gone through the messy part, they are grateful they lost their job because now they're doing the work they love. They are grateful uh, they went through that messy divorce because now they're with their soulmate. They are grateful they got that disease because now they have a love and appreciation for life they never would have had. Now, before some of you get angry with me and say, well, there are just some things that absolutely, uh, there's nothing to be grateful for. There's nothing to feel good about. There's nothing, you know, and, and I get that. And there are some traumas in life. And this is not to say which traumas are better, which ones are worse. They all stink. I get that. What I'm saying, sometimes the only resolution at the end of your trauma is peace. And if you can even get to that place of peace, that's a gift. So please, I'm just, I, what I really, the, the most important part of sharing this is in working with thousands of people when it comes to healing from betrayal and going through it myself, I know the pain of feeling so stuck and feeling so like there's just no hope out of this mess here, feeling like, well, if I can't trust the person I trusted the most, and I don't even trust myself now, how in the world can I trust anyone or anything? So it, everything comes into question. And that's the nature of betrayal and what makes it such a different type of trauma to move through. Because for example, let's say you lose someone you love. You don't necessarily lose trust in everyone and everything. You may not necessarily feel rejected, right? Trust isn't shattered. I mean, these are things specific to betrayal. So that's why when it comes to healing from betrayal, it takes really specific protocol and it takes moving through the five stages from betrayal to breakthrough. But the point of today was really just to share with you that 
If it's looking really messy and uncomfortable, that's a good thing. That means you're moving through it. That means you're facing it, feeling it, and eventually healing it. Of course, if we can help you do that, uh, that's what we do. And and we're we're taking this on uh, in the Trust Again Intensive, which is coming up really, really soon. Uh, so if that's something of interest, there's a link right there, and it's uh, thepbtinstitute.com forward slash trust dash intensive because in five days what we're going to do is you're going to know if it's even in your best interest to heal and rebuild with that person or heal and rebuild yourself and move on uh, we're taking it all on the four-step trust rebuilding process um how did the version of you you know who is that version who's rebuilt trust what do you look like what do you feel like what do you sound like how do you uh, how do you live how do you show up and so much more. I mean, this it's the kind of thing I've done this five, six times and we've had people who've come back each and every time because, you know, they, they just get so much more out of it each time. But for the most part, what I wanted to share with you today and make sure I covered was do not be afraid of getting messy and uncomfortable. That is exactly how the caterpillar becomes the butterfly. That is how you do something really good with something really bad. That is how you move through the stages and that is how you transform. I hope that helped. I'll see you next time. So while I hope this inspires you to clean the messy rooms in your space, I really hope it drives the point home that what you're avoiding needs your attention. Numbing, avoiding, distracting yourself, and acting like it's not an issue is just keeping it there. It's not doing anything else but chipping away at your health, happiness, self-esteem, relationships, ability to trust, and so much more. It's time to face it, feel it, and heal it. And of course, that's all we do within the PBT Institute, so let us help. We have everything you'd ever need to become your physical, mental, and emotional best. Community, support, certified coaches and practitioners you could schedule time with, daily classes on all kinds of interesting topics, curated experts teaching advanced strategies in the areas of health, mindset, spirituality, personal development. Imagine the most friendly, welcoming, and supportive place to become your best. Nothing like this exists. So go to the PBT, as in post-betrayal transformation, thepbtinstitute.com forward slash join to learn more. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you next time. And here's to your breakthrough.